It's pandemonium in the streets. There is an alien woman under attack. Something's happening to poor Miley Cyrus. Oh, one of the Kardashians is up against the supernatural. There is so much to share and so little time. But thank God you're tuned into the only news you need to know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Paranormal 60 News. Good evening, my little darklings. I am in Davecation mode already. Look at this. Unkempt, just unshaven ruffian that I am preparing to leave tomorrow. I head to Deutschland. So motherland. We are off to Germany. And then we are off to Prague in the Czech Republic. You're going to have good time. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. This will be my second trip to Germany, land of my peoples. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, only the good peoples. Let me just go on record of saying that right up front. We've got uh, a great show lined up for you tonight. But first, I need to make a quick announcement. Again, I'm leaving tomorrow, but I have pre-recorded brand new episodes for you people. You people get brand new episodes. Why? Because I love you. As a matter of fact, next week on Monday, The Calling, Battling the Devil, devil The Devil, the Devery. I'm starting off rough already. I shouldn't have had some of these Affy Tapple beers before the show. The Calling, Battling the Devil, Reverend Sean Whittington from Eli Roth presents The Legion of Exorcists is going to join us. We're going to talk about real cases of exorcism, his background, and more. We're also going to talk about the Kinderhook creature next week. And uh, the week after that, we've got scary stories with Scotty Davis and then uh, back with the newsboys. So no news next week, but right now, ladies and gentlemen, America's greatest hero. We've got him. Everybody else has wanted him. I hear they've tried to get him on coast to coast. I've heard CNN is knocking on his door as is MSNBC. Fox News are beside themselves that the only show in the world he'll appear on, ladies and gentlemen, is this one. Please help us welcome the Colonel. This one only. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't want that information to come out. I kind of told mm -hmm. you well, in secret, but okay. Yeah, it's out. I so, figure, yeah. you know, it's important though that people realize, you know, and I, I especially appreciate that you thanked me for letting you on the show after I told everyone how you dismissed all the other programs. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Chachi, he's gone. He's taken a vacation a week before my vacation. I guess, I guess some people are just not as committed to this yeah. as they say yeah. they are. You know, you had talked about you were going to be gone yeah, months yeah. ago. Months, months ago. ago. But when does yeah. he decide to go? He's pulling a Greg Lawson. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. When, when is this going to happen? I didn't know. But there is one guy who almost always shows up unless he's busy with somebody else. Ladies and gentlemen, help us welcome the paranormal detective, news correspondent, Greg 
Mr. Business Lawson. Hey, Dave. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Hey, buddy. We're going to have a special guest correspondent joining us. Are we? Momentarily. Right now, he's in in the real world doing a meeting, and he's going to scramble to be with us. Guys, I want to show you the power of this show, just how powerful this program actually is. Proud. And I was reminded of that this last week when I was at the (laughs) Pop-Up Paracon in Illinois, Mm. when not one... Not two, but up to four people showed up at my table bearing gifts. Wow. Well, not just any gifts, the gifts that keep on giving. Oh, Affy uh, Tapple. Affy Affy Tapple. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Wow, look I got that. this. And sadly, this is all I have left. I have shame. There's no shame in my game. I <laughs> ate them all before I leave for Germany and Prague. And my kids have been all. Please, sir, may I have some more? And I punch them in the throat and send them to the basement. Wow. That's where they belong. They don't get my taffy apples or my wow. affy tapples. So that's this is it. Yeah. Enough sugar and carbs in that to keep you functioning for like two weeks. Yeah. Now, Winnie Winnie and our youngest, uh, Max, are going to be out at G-Fest in Illinois this uh, weekend. Oh. And wh- whilst in Illinois, my I'm tasking her, not with bringing me back the coolest new Godzilla swag but with finding me the affy tapple beer that exists oh. in illinois so and with luck in a- two weeks i will crack open a, a, a taffy apple affy tapple with you guys and i'll drink a cool one but tonight tonight i gotta settle for a little captain and coke because yes. i'm getting ready to fly fly the skies yeah hey so. sounds good what have you little, got there? Robert the doll right there, my friend. Ooh, where'd you get that? Robert the doll urine? What is it? From the man himself. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, what yeah. is it? Is it a bourbon? Is it a whiskey? No, it's, is it it's, a wine? No, it's, it's rum, my friend. Oh, wow. Rum. Robert the doll rum from <clears throat> the guy himself. Himself. Yeah, from Robert the doll. And uh, Chachi, not to be outdone, uh, is out drinking somewhere. Well, you know, you know, Marty, Marty wanted to make sure that we could remember him. So he's having a special drink tonight. Yeah. You know, I was going to drink my TX whiskey like I always do. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, Eric's not here or Chachi's not here. And so (laughs) let's just Eric. Yes. I'm like, you know, let's, let's do something to remember him by. And so I, you know, Greg, you know, this, you know, Eric likes the finer things in life. And so I said, yeah, and so I'm like, why don't I just take a, a new bottle of, of Colonel You're Taylor? Kidding. And I'll I'll have a drink. Jeez, that guy mm. has cash to burn. And this is this is for my homie right here. Dude. Yeah, there's a curve right just, below. That's me like there. a $30 shot that just hit the floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for you, Chach. Greg, Greg and I'd be there with Greg and I would be there with straws right now. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, if you didn't get get that the first time, here, here's mm-hmm. here's the second second Wow. Oh, <laughs> Marty. That's what I'm talking. Badass. The okay. Colonel's badass. That's wow. for you, Chach. That's wow. for you. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you know your behavior your behavior I'm modifier is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, in just a couple weeks, ladies and gentlemen, come see me at GalaxyCon Raleigh, North Carolina, July 27th through the 30th. 
galaxycon.com. There is a Star Trek reunion. There are many amazing guests, including the voice of Elmo, the voice of Kermit the Frog, many of your favorite cartoon voices, uh, Boy Meets World cast. Dave Foley's going to be there, our buddy that joined us a few weeks ago. He's going to be in Raleigh. We're going to have a great time. So come on out and see if you can get information at galaxycon.com. Let's get started. We got a lot of news to cover in a very short amount of time. So first up, uh, Paranormal Detective, you have the con. Hey, old buddy. Hey. How y'all doing? Good. All right. What you got for me? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I got uh, I got good stuff. Uh, yeah. Story. Yeah. <laughs> here it is. I've got it yeah. right here. I'm picking it up. Look who's prepared. Yeah. Sure. You, uh, speak. Yeah. You yeah. sent it to me and I uh, downloaded Boom. it. Yeah. Boom. A UK right. woman who identifies as an alien is under attack. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know, hmm. you'd think today. Yeah. People would just go, oh, okay, all right, but yeah. no, no, no. Some no. people go to extreme lengths to change their appearance to look a certain way. A similar incident unfolded with a young girl who aspired to resemble an alien but ended up looking like a witch instead. This is a case for Freya Foria, a 27-year-old artist whose appearance is leaving people horrified. As reported in the Daily Star, Freya began experimenting with her appearance at the age of 11, and now people are genuinely frightened when they catch a glimpse of her. Is that her? And she's kidding. gorgeous. What's wrong yeah, with that? Say, what the, that's, mm. yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. So anyway, uh, something really wild that happened to me when I was a teenager, she reported. There was a woman that would stand outside a church. I would pass on the way to school, and she would throw holy water at me every time she saw me. This isn't the first time her appearance has elicited a strong reaction from a stranger. While at school, she was refused entry into Notre Dame, where I am today, in Paris. Also, I wasn't allowed into Notre Dame when I was 17 because they thought I looked like a demon. Yeah, she reported. Well, there's her image. This is yeah, uh, th- th- this angle's a little little different, but yeah. Yeah, go I mean I don't think she looks like a, uh, you know, she's not unattractive, but I could see why going into Notre Dame you might raise a few eyebrows. It's, yeah, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, some individuals on the other hand believe her to be a harbinger of darkness and performs religious rituals like chanting bible verses and praying in her presence in order to try to banish her, fearing she may be in fact a devilish figure in earthly form. This is a real recorded message. Hmm. She uh boy, could do you I don't mean to complain here, uh colonel, but yes. okay, looking at you, looking at you. Is there any chance we can get you to start showing up to the show like this? Um, oh, out in alien gear and makeup? It's totally possible. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I need a picture of her. Maybe you can send that to me or I could watch the show again tomorrow and, yeah, and get an idea of what I need to do. Yeah. Obviously, look at, I mean, look at, I don't know, Greg, you, me, and then boom, the colonel right between us looking like that. Ratings oh, yeah. through oh, the roof. Yeah. Through the roof. Yeah. Look at that. Boom. Boom. It's like right. this would be your KISS character if you were a member of KISS. Yeah, I would be the, yeah, what would that? Yeah, you'd be the alien queen. The alien queen, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Greg, for now on, though, could we read the room a little better? I mean, we have a lot of female followers and listeners, and instead of bringing us a story where you write a headline that says, a woman who identifies as an alien is under attack, can't you just refer to her as an alien? That's what she is now. She just wants to be that. Come on, Greg. Well, I'm a professional, and I read uh, 
Oh, you know, you're copy. a professional. Well, let's, my, let's get I'll a second copy. opinion on that. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, all the way from the comfort of his room, Jason Gowan. Gowan, would you consider Greg Lawson a professional? Oh, like, that's a loaded question right out of the gate. That's, that's harsh. Mm. Yeah, that's like, like a diaper. Jason's like a diaper yeah. is loaded. I didn't realize I was walking into a firing squad, but sure, yeah. that sounds great. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, I don't know. It's Maybe not fair to could, Jason, but... Yeah, maybe you could well, step I mean, up, Jason, and start dressing like this. In the photo, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I'm on board. No. Yeah, I, here's the it. thing: if he started dressing like that, I do feel like there would be an uptick <laughs> in at least two demographics. Hey, I might be looking for a job tomorrow. So here's yeah. uh, here's the funny thing, right? I have been a fan of alien culture and TV shows, sci-fi, everything. This just shows you I am a breeder. Right. If my uh, my legion of children are not enough, I have found uh, alien women on TV shows hot for for decades. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought, uh, yeah, let's let's reproduce and send a whole new planet teeming with Schrader. Why not? Anyone in particular? Is is it was there anyone in particular where you were like, no, it's just there are, you know, like, okay, there's the hot cat chicks from Doctor Who. There's the Mm -hmm. green gal from uh, from Star Trek. There's the 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 Betazoids from Star Trek. There's then that show Alien Nation where she's got the big bald head with speckles. Right. Kind of like I'm not finding one that's unattractive. Uh, Total not one. Are, well, let's just yeah, that's an easy one because there's yeah. three boobs. Of course, every guy's going to find that attractive. But good lord, oh, that, yeah. I, so I think I think the aliens have been priming me for this all. When I but retire, we're not supposed to call gonna, them aliens anymore, right? Didn't Demi Lovato say they prefer extraterrestrial only? I maybe they're not. Maybe they're interdimensional terrestrials. Possibly. It's a catch-all. It's a catch-all. I'm just trying to be PC. Oh, welcome to the show. I like that. He's trying to be PC. Let's see. Uh, Did you just slap some behind your ear? Yeah. It's, hey, you know what? $400 bottle of whiskey there. Hey. Marty's planning on doing time tonight at the end of this. There you go. To Chachi. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Colonel. You've got a story to share for us. Uh, yeah. You're kind of stepping in where where uh, Chachi the Great usually does, where he talks yeah. figures and it's a big responsibility. Yeah. I know last week when you called me up and you said, "Listen, Chachi's not going to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm laying this on your your lap." Uh, me and, stories, yeah, yeah. So, Tom Brady, rumored girlfriend, has a paranormal experience. Famous fashion icon Kim Kardashian has been in the news for the last few days for different reasons. Sometimes it's for her comments about her ex-husband, Kanye, Kanye West. I, I was about to say Kanye. Kanye West. Kanye West. You're so hip and with it. You're just like all the kids out there. Kanye West. But Kanye uh-huh. West. <laughs> yes. And sometimes for during dating rumors with Tom Brady. But recently, yeah. she grabbed the limelight because of a selfie she took. In a recent selfie posted by the model, behind her in the right bottom corner is an unexplained shadow of a woman. And Kim herself noticed the unknown shadow in the background of her selfie. So, I took this pic last week when I was alone. And now going through my phone, I'm freaking out noticing a woman in the window, she wrote on her Instagram. After that, her picture went viral on social media, and fans started making comments about the strange shadow. Some fans claimed that it was her own shadow on the window. Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's her shadow. 
Where's uh, her bun? That's the paranormal detective, right? Where's yeah, the bun? Would... She looks like she's profile in the shed. Oh, my God. I couldn't. Did you hear that? My throat almost stopped allowing me to speak, uh, which would have been a dream come true for some people. But oh, wow. Yeah, she, she looks like she's in profile on the shadow. She is facing us on the photograph. I don't know. I would say they're wrong. Those that are saying that that is her in the room. Uh-huh. However, you yeah. know what it could be? This would be my thought, if anything. It's a desk lamp, and behind it is maybe the back of a chair. I, so you're I'm, seeing... I think you see what I'm be. seeing? I I think you know what? I think it's E.T. Actually, I, was, I, was, I was just about to say, it looks like E.T. Lost it looks like E.T. to me. That's E.T. Eating, eating a uh, Reese's Pieces. Or he's got like yeah. a Twizzler. Oh, oh. A Twizzler. A Twizzler, yeah. Twizzler. You're right. I think we debunked the picture. This is why we are the best paranormal yeah. news show, hands down. For those yep. of you listening and not watching, I could, I, I'll uh, watch once in a while. It's not bad. I'll, I'll call Chloe and see what she says. Yeah. Oh, are you are you close with the Kardashians? Ah, uh, not real, really. But I've worked with Chloe a little bit. Name? What a name dropper, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to brag, but uh, I, I know her plumber. I did, yeah. I did uh, open a door for her one time. I mean, you're not. Uh, you don't know her well enough to pour out some four hundred dollar whiskey on the floor. I don't. No, yeah. Do you? No, yeah. Okay. Then. Okay. No, I'm not, I don't know her intimately the way you know Chachi. No. Hey guys. Okay, I got a question for you. So I guess they did this big survey on the interweb, this uh, hmm. this conglomerate of connections around the world. An internet nomination ballot went around for an ambassador if aliens ever come to Earth. Before I reveal who this mystery winner is, hmm. mm -hmm. I would like to hear from each of you. If you could choose one celebrity to be the person to communicate with aliens first as an ambassador for us, the, the human race, every human on the planet. I just, and it could be a sports figure, musical figure, actor, ballet dancer, any part of the arts. Let me go with you, Colonel, who would be your first choice as an ambassador of goodwill to greet the aliens? Who was, uh, gosh, um, a simple question yeah that guy that played darth vader's voice who, who was that again uh, james uh, earl vader, jones vader. yes yes james earl okay. jones because yeah, that would scare choose. the living crap out of him hearing that oh, voice so you want to so you think him. the ambassador the first thing that the ambassador should do is welcome to our planets prepare right. to be dominated right you think that that's okay exactly yeah that, it's a pick it's a way to go yeah uh greg wh who would you select as your you know, celebrity the, the the man that deserves it the most, William Shat. Who would that be? William Shatner. The Shat. Yeah. Sorry. Good choice. He deserves it the most. Yeah. I, although, you know what? Shatner, 20 years ago, maybe. He's a little owly now. He's a little yeah. more cantankerous. I don't know. Yeah, the he is. Guy yeah. You want talking to that uh, alien. Okay. So, Jason. I'm split between two. Okay. Okay. Uh Tom Hanks, I feel like, is pretty trustworthy. Okay, right. And for right. some reason, I would also trust Bill Murray to do it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. I could wow. see that. But you mean like Bill Murray as Bill Murray or Bill Murray as like Peter Venkman-y character? Um, more like Bob. I think more like Bob. Oh, oh Jesus. wow. Okay, we'll start filling out that life insurance policy. At like that point. you, I'm on the fence over two people. Um, 
and I'll tell you, I'll give you the, the runner up first, Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. I just feel like he is so laid back talking to the aliens. They would be like chill coming on, not feel threatened. And just like, we I, could get high with this. I guy. could get him on the show. If you need me to, we could play yeah. bongos with this guy. That'd Lose be awesome. Down the street. Lose right well, let's get him on. Yeah. Get him on. Let's ask if you would accept yeah. the ambassadorship. Uh, but here's my other choice. And to me, I feel this is the only choice, whether it is alien Atlantean, Lemurian, maybe even aliens from Uranus. I want Oof. Jeff Goldblum to be the oh, face yeah. oh, of yeah. humanity. That All would right. be good. Yeah. yeah, he has my vote. Right. Actually, I'm taking my vote away. Oh, yeah, I'll Goldblum. Yeah, I agree I with that. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, right, so this this so only proves one thing: we are four out of touch sexist males. <laughs> Completely, because not there one of go. us thought of one woman no, we do. would have. And once I say who the internet selected, you're going to go, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Walken. Is that a woman? That's not a woman. Kind of follow the lead. Yeah, it was heading towards the woman there, Greg. I'm I'm laying down some clues for you here, Colonel Mustard. Try to follow me. It turns out an overwhelming choice online, in fact, is one woman and one woman only. Dolly Parton. Dolly was nominated. Yeah, yeah, Dolly was nominated for one of the most critical positions in society, hypothetically, anyway. Right. During this breakout discussion on the social media platform Reddit, one user suggested that if aliens were to invade Earth, the entire planet would only be able to choose one person to represent our population and barter with the extraterrestrial life forms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The prompt itself said if aliens came to Earth and wanted to speak to only one ambassador, who would you want that to be? Now, now that you've seen it, now that you've seen that that's who the internet shows, I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. She is one of the sweetest, kindest, naturally beautiful women with smart. a lilting voice that will make you feel comfortable. She's smart, and mm-hmm. she could just start whipping out a tune. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought and they would be like, hey, we won't blow you up after all. That was a great song. Yeah, let's right. just leave yeah. it alone. Yeah. I don't. What do you think, Dolly Parton? Is that a I'm, Jeff Goldblum, Dolly Parton? I would argue you together? send the both of them together. Team, yeah. yes, yeah. Ooh, Dolly Parton's pretty amazing. She is. Dolly yeah. Parton. Now here, here it is. Among those recommended for counsel was the one and only Queen of Country, and upon further investigation, Parton, age seventy-seven now, was nominated not once, not twice, but on three separate occasions within the thread, totaling over thirty. 15,000 votes. Hmm. So other celebrities. Who else? Other celebrities that fans believe would do a great job communicating with an alien life form on behalf of the rest of us earthlings include two Star Trek legends. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Stewart and William Shatner. Either one of those. Would you have them dress as just Patrick and William, or would you make them more like, Star Federation have, outfits. Oh yeah, they have to wear the uniforms, of course. There's God, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. See, I've seen them negotiate with aliens a lot, so I think that that's why I just naturally gravitate to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yeah. good plan. Uh, A-listers aside, there was also a few redditors that suggested someone less notable. That one being Nicholas Hedman, the head. I didn't even know this existed. I feel embarrassed to say this. Nicholas Hedman is the head of the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs. Oh. 
I thought that so guy basically I, that's his job. Yeah. So he's trained yeah. all his life to do this. We should give and him the opportunity. He, he looks a lot or like Gilsey Grammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was, yeah, I was thinking of the the drunk guy that used to do the uh, the roasts, the Dean Martin roasts. What's his name? Oh, uh, yeah, Foster boy. Brooks. Foster Brooks. Foster oh, look Brooks. at you! Yeah, he does look like Justin Brooks, or like David oh, Harbour fell in rough times. Yeah, Actually, thirteen fans out there that knows what a Foster Brooks is. Congratulations! Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, let's not uh, knock this guy because he might actually be saving our butts at some point in yeah. the future. Did you guys even know there was somebody in that job? In that capacity? No. Well, no. Me neither. no. And he's all laughing right. all the way to the bank. Yeah, exactly. We need to take just a quick break. Hold tight. We'll be back with more of the only news you need to know. This is the Paranormal 60 News. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However... There are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. Betterhelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. And we are back. Joining us now, special correspondent from the Parents Lounge podcast. Yes. It is the one and the only Jason Gouin. As we mm. like to say in France, France. Jason yeah. Gawang. Yeah, Jason. Uh, listen, Marty. I thought you came out swinging, sending me a story with uh, with a Kardashian, and kind mm. of. I like how in that you rolled out the fact that she might be dating Tom Brady, which is news to me as well. So you kind of yeah, had a, well a double header. Josh helped me on that one. He 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 okay. handed that. He gave me that one. He said, "Listen, mm. I know it's going to be a hard week for you here. Here's something that's going to help." Well. He failed miserably because uh, Gowan, this wow. guy, steps wow. up. He goes, here's a story I'd like to cover tonight, Dave. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, all right. He has taken over for Chachi, obviously, and he took it serious when he did it. Uh, what have you got for us there, Well, uh, directly Gowan? from my very own personal Hannah Montana blog, uh, I yes. have Miley Cyrus reports terrifying encounter with ghosts. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm. Okay. Would you like me to read it now? 
Well, yeah, that's the that's how we usually progress in the show. Yeah, we don't call it the we, Paranormal Sixty News headlines. Oh well, yeah. Well, I thought we could improv it, but all right, I'll read. I'll, re- I'll read. No, it. I'll I'd like it. to hear what actually is said. Yeah, what have you got? Sure, Miley Cyrus, known for her captivating storytelling, shared a chilling anecdote about a paranormal encounter she had while living in a haunted London house. Oh. Alongside her then fiance Liam Hemsworth and her mother. Cyrus experienced spine-tingling events that left them feeling the presence of a ghost. In this article, we delve into the details of Cyrus's supernatural experience and the eerie incidents that unfolded. During one of her world tours, Miley Cyrus resided in a London house that had a haunted past. Cyrus, Hemsworth, and her mother all felt a sense of terror and encounters with the paranormal during their time there. Recounting her experiences, Cyrus shared, it was seriously so terrifying. It used to be an old bakery, and they turned it into an apartment building, and I was having really crazy dreams and really scary things. I'm sorry, Jason. um, When we do the show, we like to go the extra step and do the accents of the celebrities. And I feel like you're kind of phoning it in with that Miley Cyrus. It was seriously so terrified. (laughs) I don't don't know. Yes, you're nailing it. I felt like she was talking to me. Go for it. It used to be an old bakery and they turned it into an apartment building. And I was having really crazy dreams and really scary things. (laughs) Wow. God, it is like talking to us. Your skill is I'm real glad you had me here tonight. Thank you. Oh, you're kind of teetering on Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Granny may have been well, involved in that gr- as well. I, <laughs> this is the first time I've, do, I've done this impression. Uh, really? Yeah. That's a good one. I, you're so Sound good like Miley it. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the midst of their stay in the haunted yes. house, a particularly frightening incident occurred involving Cyrus's sister. She explained, and one night, my little sister, it sounds crazy to tell you, but she was standing in the shower, and all of a sudden, I hear her scream, and I run in there, and the water had somehow flipped a hot. The knob had turned, but she hadn't turned it, and it was burning her. During her time in the haunted London house, Cyrus herself had a spine-chilling uh-huh. experience while taking a shower. She revealed, I could have sworn I could see a little boy sitting there on the sink, picking his feet and watching her. The presence of this ghostly figure watching her added to the overall fear and unease she felt in the house. Understandable. Cyrus, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cyrus's then fiance, Liam Hemsworth, also Wait, I was going to say, do you think, what would weird her out more? Seeing this ghost staring at her in the shower, or Liam Hemsworth dressed up in like a Thor underoos with a plastic hammer mm. in his hand, trying to be his brother, which would be more unnerving. Or, or Jason Gowan sitting on the couch doing her voice. Possibly, I don't know, I don't know why. Well, you that's, that that was the grounds for the the the, the restraining order she had. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right, so what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so Hemsworth wow. also had his own encounters with the paranormal while living in the haunted London house. Although specific mm-hmm. details were not mentioned, his experiences further validated the presence of something eerie and unexplainable within the premises. In an attempt to understand the haunting, Cyrus delved into the history of the house. According to her findings, the previous owner, the wife, had fallen ill and passed away. After her death, only the son and father remained in the bakery. When the father eventually passed, the son took over the bakery. Cyrus believed that she was seeing the apparition of the son, offering a plausible explanation of the presence of the little boy she encountered. 
Miley's a recollection of the ghost watching her take a shower in a haunted London house serves as a chilling reminder of the unexplained phenomena that exists in our world. Her experiences, along with those of her sister and Liam Hemsworth, illustrate the fear and discomfort they encountered while residing in the paranormal dwelling. The history of the house with its tragic events and lingering spirits adds depth to the haunting encounters. Uh, I would like to now point out, as I go quickly to our comments section, this is the comments coming in. Loki Loki pops up and, and makes a $9.99 yes. donation saying best story ever. And uh, then Kayla Kayla pops on and says for wow. Jason's Miley impersonation, here's oh, wow. 10 bucks. She there gave that go. extra penny. He hit it out of the park. Yeah, thanks thank for the you. laugh. Not, you didn't get, look at that. Not, not many laughs, just thank you for the laugh. For the, the one, the laugh, yeah, yeah, that's the awesome. Laugh. Mary points out an important message here. His first time reading a news story for the show, almost flawless. Only one little trip up, and it was not even that big. So, congratulations! And I would like to congratulate you two gentlemen as well because your first two stories were pretty flawless this evening. It's amazing yeah. when you don't start drinking early with Chachi. How much more? focused and concise you are even yeah, when you're getting you. it out of the bottle at the beginning of the show marty you seem to be on it buddy yeah well you know you might have a point there you know because by what we're in what 31 minutes into it chachi would be uh a little um how should i say slurry at this point dark strider says miley's probably consuming magic mushrooms i don't think that that makes the experience any less uh mm -hmm. no. interesting <laughs> I don't know. I could, I could be wrong. I think that makes it kind of even more fascinating, to be honest with you. Yeah. Speaking of fast, and I, I got to laugh, those pictures, this was the, the final picture that they gave me for the story. <laughs> I don't know exactly how this fits in with any of Is this her attempt at looking scared? Maybe this that, is why her acting that, career is that, in the hopper. Jason? I think she. this was photo was taken as she saw the, the little boy. She showers with her clothes on. Not a lot of people know uh, that. Oh, oh okay. she, was she redoing the shower scene for us? Oh, I got it. Understandable. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Gregor, the paranormal hey. detective, you've got a story to share with us. Here. Is it really my turn again? It is. Believe it or oh, not, the, the right, night well, is buzzing. I don't know. This might uh, actually be the paranormal 60. I don't know how wow. well I'm going to be able to um, do voices here because i got a lot of them. Got a lot of them. Okay. All right, Netflix, believe it or not, is rebooting a 1980s cult classic as a series. That's right. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? Yeah. Dennis Quaid made a lot of sci-fi movies in the 80s uh, that are far too often overlooked. And one of them is about to get a new lease on life. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him go. A trusted and proven source reports a reboot of the series of the 1984 film, Dreamscape is about to uh, be developed by Netflix. Uh, heading the new series is, guess who? Spike Jones, who plans on introducing a virtual reality spin to the original concept. The rebooted series will be about the shared virtual reality, virtual, virtual. reality. Virtual. You say virtual reality uh, like you mean it. Nuclear. Nuclear. Was that your was were you slipping a little Miley Cyrus in there? Yeah, uh, really. Virtual, bah, 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 I think he's kind of tapping into your talent there, Jason. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which people wait, can't. Just, we'll see how good it was as an impersonation by how many donations come into that. Yeah, that's not gonna exactly. Be yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's see. Yeah, now, this that. is too serious. This is too serious. Uh, which people can enter during their sleep. This is similar, but not quite the same as the original concept with a common denominator being shared dreams. 
-hmm. In the dreamscape film that precedes the series currently in development at Netflix, Dennis Quaid plays psychic Alex Gardner, who subjects mm -hmm. himself to government-sponsored experiments. Yeah. Gardner's mentor, Dr. Paul Novati, uh, Max von Sydow. It's, that's in uh, uh, parentheses. I think you have to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Novotny? Yeah. yeah, Paul Novotny mm -hmm. was yeah. played by Max von Sydow. Um, mm -hmm. It develops a technique that allows the psychic to enter others' minds as they dream. While Novotny's mm -hmm. intent is therapeutic, government agent Bob Blair, Christopher Plummer, wants to use the technique to assassinate. Technically, virtual reality was invented in the 1960s, about 1968, I believe. Uh, but by the time Dreamscape hit the theaters, VR wasn't well known as it is today. The original mm. Dreamscape could very well have gone in the same direction as Netflix reboot otherwise. Considering his body of work, it's no mystery why Spike Jones would be interested in bringing a Dreamscape reboot to Netflix. Jones hasn't uh, directed a feature film since 2013's Her, but the movies he has directed, being John Malkovich and Where the Wild Things Are, are known for their surreal and dreamlike qualities. Hmm. Dreamscape uh, did relatively well long before Netflix existed, and it boasted an impressive cast, along with Quaid, Von Saito, and Plummer was Eddie Albert, that guy from Green Acres. He played Green the Acres is a place to be. Yep. Thank you. He played the American president, uh, George Wendt. That was Norm from Cheers. He plays a novelist investigating the government project, and David Patrick Kelly plays a twisted psychic only too happy to kill for the government. And the all-star cast was rounded out with actress Kate Capshaw, who starred the same year in, guess what? Indiana Jones and the Temple of well, Doom. This looks like, is that the actual poster for the movie? Yeah, there? yeah. that's it. Wow, looks like Indiana Jones, right? Rip off. Yeah. Dave had to review that movie. Was this first? Yes. Oh, that, that is first? such a great movie. That, really? No, it wasn't. No, because Raiders was first. Uh, Temple of Doom came out second, and then this movie. I love Dreamscape, and yeah, I had Jason on the show uh, earlier in our run do a review of it, and it's a pretty great movie, and it stands up. Movie. And if you go look on the Paranormal sixty YouTube page, scroll down under the videos, I think you'll find the full movie there. Yeah. Really? So I've got the entire movie on there uh, with the permissions, so you guys can go I, watch I, it just... and check it out for yourself. I'm just saying the poster looks a lot like the Indiana Jones movie. Right. Actually, can you put the poster back on? Um, mm, no. Is that no. possible? Okay. Just wondering. Once uh, the story's over, they on. cycle out, buddy. I am kind of uh, on on just, just wondering. Yeah. We want to keep like, going. New. Well, keep let's do this. Back. It's a good lead-in because at this point in the show, I want to do, I want to do a review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, it's been out there for a few weeks, so I waited before I jumped on this. I had a chance to see a pre-screening. I love the Indiana Jones movies. I have a full Indiana Jones costume, the actual authentic made jacket. I've wow. got the actual authentic made hat. I've got the whip. I love Indiana Jones. He is one of my cinematic heroes. I loved him because he was such a rich serial movie character, right? Just that... The guy that he may fall, but you know he's going to dust himself off and get back and run, and he's going to win in the end. 
And I liked even the fourth one, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. To me, that was a great follow-up. It was the 50s. Russia would have been our, our, our focus, not the Nazis so much at this point. And UFOs were all over the flying saucer phenomena. So I really liked that take. And I will tell you this. It had been, what, 20 years since the last Indiana Jones movie when Crystal Skull came out. Mm-hmm. And it opens up with that scene where they have him in the trunk of the car and they toss him to the ground. And then you see the hat and you see the shadow cast on the side of the car as he reaches down and grabs the hat and pulls the hat up and kind of straightens the brim, just the shadow. And I squealed like a girl at a Jones. It was very sexy, very sexy. It was, I was just enamored with that moment. I would give up McRibs for that sense again. Whoa, whoa. That excitement for a movie. So when they said... When they said, we're coming back and, and Harrison Ford's going to do one last. This is a, a makeup, a make good for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Again, which I enjoyed. I was like, oh my God, they're going to do one better? Let's yeah. see it. This movie could have been a follow-up to the movie Sahara. You could have plugged Matthew <laughs> McConaughey in the role of Indiana Jones. It's just an adventurer. Oh, it really doesn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie for the oh. most part. Um, and I know he wanted to play an older version, a slower version. I get that, but I felt that they leaned too into into too many old tropes. This is a a, a, a matinee serial hero, and I, I'm not going to give anything away. But it just when it starts off, this movie just it takes away the legend and lore of Indiana Jones and leaves him reduced to anybody's kind of uncle who's sleeping on your couch. I just feel like that's the sense at the beginning. And then Phoebe Waller bridge, who is kind of set to be his new Kate Capshaw's new Marion Ravenswood, his new female strong psychic Mm -hmm. sidekick. I feel that they really, and I'm surprised because she's a very strong, powerful female writer and involved in these projects. I feel like she did herself a disservice, you know, where Indy can seem kind of, sketchy but he's always got that twisted smile and a roguish grin and the tip of the hat and the the wink and you know things are going to be all right Mm -hmm. she just comes off as like a bitch throughout the entire thing that you don't trust and there's i just didn't find her likable i didn't find her and i didn't care that i've liked marion and i liked kate capshaw's character and i've liked uh you know the the uh the, the people that have been in these movies in the past but this just landed for me very poorly. I did not feel like it was an Indiana Jones movie. It was t- trying too hard. And I listen, it hurts my soul to say, I'm going to give it out of five phantoms, one being great, five phantoms being, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going to give this two two phantoms. Wow. If Jason could have done the voice, maybe that would have changed everything. Well, oh, that okay. reminds me. Yeah. I got to check one thing. Did we did we get any donations at all for Greg? No, no, oh, not one no. donation for his Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I thought yeah. we would have. Actually, oh. someone wanted to take away a donation at oh, yeah. some point. I like this. Uh, Day Trooper GW says, tell us how you really feel, Dave. Well, it is. It's my hero. You know, when you go to see a movie, I want escapism. And when you start with my my hero, not just being old, but kind of just being a loser at this point in his life. They did that with Die Hard 3. They did that with Lethal Weapon. They they just, that trope's you know, over. I, you know, one thing, and I don't want to get too much into the movie. One thing I found that was 
kind of confusing. I was trying to piece or place him in this movie, uh, place it where the first Indiana Jones would have been. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, so, like, was this before the first Indiana Jones? Was this after the first Indiana no, Jones? No, no, this is, he's 70 years old. He's retiring no, no. from teaching. I'm, I'm talking about the very first part of the movie. Oh, no, that's World War II. He's right. in, in the midst, I think it's 37 or 38, actually, right? It's at the beginning of all of that. Um, I don't know. Greg, because the followers love you, your your uh, your fan base is exponentially increasing. You're up to, like, four or five now. Uh, Tracy donates four ninety nine just for me. <laughs> I love yeah. Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, did you get a chance to see it yet, Jason? I have not gotten to see it yet. Marty, have you had a chance to see it? I've Obviously, seen it, I've seen it twice. Actually, wow. What What would you give it? One out of five phantoms. I'll give you a chance. Was it in Chachi's theater? No. Uh, you know, actually, you know, believe it or not, as large as it was, it was uh, sold out when I tried to get into it, wow. uh, watch it there. Yeah, so I had to watch it at a regular <laughs> theater. Um, yeah, so I I actually give it a three. I thought it was, I, I, I really liked the AI in it. And I, is that a joke? I do. I do. Dude, dude, watch the movie a third time. I saw it once, and there's a glaring issue. When they have him de-aged at the beginning, in right. one scene, he gets hit, and his head moves so quick that the AI can't keep up, and you can see the stuntman's face. And it's right. obviously not Harrison Ford in that in that. Okay, meeting. but that, you got And gotta everybody look. in the theater went, what? Oh, I, I didn't see that, but... Nah. Yeah, you look, okay, so if you were to watch the movie... And were you, you pouring nothing, some out on the floor, drinking whiskey out of the bottle before you know, the movie? Yeah. Dude, look no. how much he's drank out of that thing. Yeah, so... Oh. Don't let you suck the cork when he's hey, done. Hey, it's only money, Greg. It's only yeah. money. When you die, you can't take it with you, okay? All right. So anyways, um, I, you know, I, I, was th I was talking to Kim about this, and I said, listen, if you saw that movie and you didn't know how old <clears throat> Harrison Ford was or how old the, um, the, 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 evil guy was in this movie you would mm -hmm. never be able to pick up on that but the fact that you do know that they're old yeah. then you're looking for little things like like you're saying and okay so, one more thing and then i'm gonna move on oh please i feel like sala makes a guest appearance of this one he was not in the fourth indiana jones it was great to see john reese davies back as sala but i thought they wasted and squandered his appearance and antonio banderas obviously reached out to them and said do me a favor I want to be in an Indiana Jones movie. Mm -hmm. So if you could please, I'll take any role. Even if it is minuscule, I want to be in an Indiana Jones movie. That's exactly the role he got. It's inconsequential. It didn't need to be Antonio Banderas. As a matter of fact, it could have been Sala. Yeah. With his sons running that business. I feel like it was a lot of missed opportunities. And now what? Good two point. two stars. I've taken it down to two stars. That's wow. it. Wow. 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 All right. So, Damn you know, oh, gosh, uh, you know, that's a good point. Sala yeah, could have thank been you. The, boat, the boat guy. I don't know what it is. I don't want to give things away, but oh. right. It just, uh, do me a favor. I'm Antonio Banderas. I want to be in an Indiana You mean Antonio movie. Banderas is in it? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I for just like on. five minutes, and yeah. you didn't need him. Mm. Thank you very much. Tabitha likes my 
my abs. She she could tell I've been working out. Oh, my Antonio Banderas. Sorry. Oh, I thought abs. Well, Thanks, Mercedes. Yeah. You're right. So that's it. Uh, now, uh, go see it on the big screen anyway. And you know what did save it for me? I saw it in one of those Dolby theaters. Your seats shake when action really? is taking place. That's pretty cool. But I'll tell you, the one movie to go see this this summer, the one blockbuster I feel is going to live up to it because Indiana Jones has failed miserably. Quantumania fa- failed miserably. These movies are not doing well. Spider-Man did well. The Across the Spider-Verse, Mission Impossible 7 is what I wanted from a blockbuster movie. Really? And I will say this. I will admit this. I saw Mission Impossible 7 one night. The next night I saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny maybe because one is so great. Maybe if I'd had two weeks between them, I would feel better. But when Mm. I got to see a well-done blockbuster movie Mm. directly next to Raiders sequel, it did not hold up. But I will give you, I will tell you this, one out of five Phantoms, one, it sucks. Five, it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going to give Mission Impossible 7, seven Phantoms. That's how good this movie is. Are you serious? there's only been one turkey in that entire series of Mission Impossible movies for me, and that's like number three. One, two, four, five, six, and seven are perfection yeah. for action adventure movies. This guy, he should be playing Ethan Hunt until he's ninety. I'd watch yeah. him, and he can yeah. do that actually because of AI. I hope so. Yeah. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, we've got another story now. Before the colonel gets too deep in the bag, uh, we've got another story to cover here. Let's let's do this, Martin. This one should be good. Us? Yeah. Oh, is it yeah. my story? Yeah, that's when your name is. <laughs> oh, Martin. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry, Colonel. Colonel, <laughs> you have the floor. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, here we go. Jason I looks mean, disillusioned with this whole show. Yeah. I feel like I feel like well, he's I watching see the movie, so I couldn't really participate. Oh, uh, well, that's New Orleans mystifying blend of ghosts, vampires, and paranormal phenomena. Demand, Dave. I say demand. To be seen and heard. Wow. New or- yeah. New Orleans has emerged as a premier destination for seekers of the paranormal, ghosts, and vampires. The city, renowned for its rich history, unique culture, and vibrant nightlife, has captured the imagination of paranormal enthusiasts from around the globe. It has. And that's a good picture really I sent has. to there. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful picture. Yeah. Affectionately referred to as the most haunted city in America, New Orleans is home to numerous historical sites, cemeteries, and mansions that are believed to harbor special or spectral residents. From the dark corners of the infamous French corner to the mysterious surroundings of St. I think Louis- it's uh it's bigger than a corner, it's the French quarter. <laughs> French maybe quarter. you could only afford maybe you could only afford to see the one when you drove by, Marty, but it is actually oh, I wonder if we're only, oh, I just saw a quarter I just saw a corner of it, but uh yeah. It says from the dark corners of the infamous French quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the mysterious surroundings of St. Louis Cemetery, number one, the city promises an unforgettable journey for those intrigued by the otherworldly. The popularity of the New Orleans as a paranormal hub has seen no, seen an expo- exponential <laughs> rise in the Have past a drink, few everybody. years. Yeah, yep. I'm drinking. The historic architecture, centuries-old folklore, documented hauntings have all contributed to the city's allure for those seeking to explore the realm of the unknown. The growing fascination and acceptance of paranormal ph- phenomena 
has helped mm -hmm. to increase the tourism to New Orleans. So there's a newfound curio curiosity. Oh my Whoa, God. My God. Welcome, <laughs> Colonel, welcome to the English language. Just Dude, he's drank half a bottle. What Good do you expect? Wow. Hey man, in honor of Chachi, man. Actually, yeah. Chachi is the reason why I'm reading this way. Let's uh -huh. just say that now. Um, okay. Where <sighs> am I? An open-mindedness <laughs> towards the supernatural with a unique mm -hmm. blend of history, mm -hmm. mystery, and storytelling makes yeah. New Orleans the ultimate destination for those drawn to the unseen. Yeah. Notably, New mm -hmm. Orleans has a deep-rooted association with vampires. This tradition has heightened in popularity culture through Anne Rice's best-selling novel series, The Vampire Chronicles, set in the city. Today, vampire enthusiasts can embark on specialized tours, exploring the supposed vampire haunts and immersing themselves in the folklore that has mm -hmm. woven itself into the fabric of the city. Mm. Mm -hmm. New Orleans' mm -hmm. vampiric history is both mm -hmm. chilling and captivating. Yeah. The city provides a backdrop that allows imaginations to soar, and the vampire lore embedded in our culture offers a distinct and thrilling experience. Avid seekers of the paranormal are invited to join the nocturnal mysteries to help uncover the eerie tales and ghostly legends of New Orleans. <laughs> but I do. Makings by Mary J says, actually, for as much as the colonel's drink, he's doing great. I think I am. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Meanwhile, Julie says, hooked uh, on phonics worked for me. Oh, great. Thanks, Julie. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. New Orleans is not just telling ghost stories. They openly share the history of this great city, its people, and its mysteries. For those interested in exploring the paranormal, New Orleans stands unparalleled with ghosts of pirates, murder victims, voodoo queens, strange cryptids like the Rougarou, known as a Cajun werewolf, Haunted houses, cemeteries, and more. You know, Dave. Look at this. Look at this, Marty. Jennifer yeah. Shipley, ten dollars. Too many ten dollar words for Martika. Oh, <laughs> dollar donation. That's double what. Uh, what oh, got. oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank I don't you. Want to brag, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Dave. Want, after reading that story, I was like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just awful. I say awful. Awful, you say? Awful, sir that we don't know of anyone doing a paranormal event there. It's it's crazy. Yeah, if only somebody would. Oh, that's right. I Whoa. am New Orleans. Whoa. This what November 8th through the 17th. Look at you teeing it up, Tiger Woods. Uh, I appreciate that. If you would like to join me for an amazing trip where we explore voodoo, vampires, the Rougarou, and ghosts of New Orleans, did I mention we're going to be doing an investigation at the Myrtles Plantation, uh, uh -huh. as seen on every show ever created? It's going uh -huh. to be amazing. I hope you'll consider joining me. You can get, find more information at darknessevents.com. That's darknessevents.com. Marty, you, you're just too good to me. You're just cool. too yeah. good to me. Get it out of the park. Haunted Magazine, issue 38, Hot Summer Frights, is an electrifying edition that will send shivers down your spine. Dive into a world where history and mystery, the normal and the paranormal, intertwine. In the latest edition, we look at the Hell House hauntings, the terror of the Warminster thing, the Borley Rectory, Sin Eating in Shropshire, 
and just what the heck is the Grampus? You can find our magazine at the website hauntedmagazineprintshop.com and selected outlets in the UK, Canada, Australia, and the United States. So grab your copy today. And remember, kids, don't be normal. Be paranormal. Mm. Innovation, creation, vitality, and joy are the pulse of MySoulTopia.com with many custom creations for the mind, body, and spirit, along with classes, intuitive sessions, coaching, and healing energies. MySoulTopia.com strives to bring sophistication with a twist to the metaphysical and the holistic market while raising the community's vibration and channeling the new paradigm, which means new and exciting adventures for all. MySoulTopia.com is utopia for your soul. Visit MySoulTopia.com, your one-stop shop for all your metaphysical needs. Offering hand-selected crystals and crystal jewelry with prices to fit every budget. MySoulTopia.com offers the best selections of tarot and divination cards by top designers. Expertly curated and award-winning book collections with top authors on every subject you'll need on your spiritual journey. My Soultopia is also proud to offer the finest singing bowls and an eclectic collection of the most amazing gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry from the top metaphysical designers in the world. MySoulTopia.com is always your one-stop shop for award-winning mixes of Florida water, sage spray, and other spiritual protection. So begin your journey with the best resource, MySoulTopia.com. That's MySoulTopia.com. Why mess with the rest when you can start with the best? MySoulTopia.com. Again, that's M Y. S-O-U-L-T-O-P-I-A dot com. And remember, you can see me at GalaxyCon Raleigh, North Carolina, July 27th through the 30th. I'll be doing a talk every day about different aspects of the paranormal. I hope you'll come on out and have some fun with me. You'll find more information at GalaxyCon.com and the beginning of September. We'll be out in Austin, Texas, where I will be joined by Chachi. The Colonel, Greg Lawson, the Paranormal Detective, Nikki Folsom, and Psychic Medium Michelle Welsh. We are going to have a great time, and I hope that you'll join us out there for a weekend of spectacular enjoyment and lots of celebrities for you to mm. see and meet. So let's get back into this. We've only got a couple stories left. Before we do, though, Jason, you and I are parents. We've got many children between us. Uh, really, our parenting card should have been revoked after one, let's be honest. Um, but you've got a great uh, podcast that's on every Tuesdays and sometimes Thursdays. Yep. And uh, you, along with your partner, Jamie Kaler, kind of make it a safe place for parents of both sexes to come together and share and commiserate and have a drink and a laugh and cry Tell them a little bit more about the Parents' Lounge. Yeah, we call it our uh, weekly parental mental health night, Tuesdays. All right, great. Thank you very much. That's right. That's the show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm joking with you. Look at him. He looks so sad. Look at that face. I just want to pinch those cheeks. Go ahead. No, it is a mental health show. Go for it. 
hello, Nikki. She said, hello. Um, yeah, it's a, we, you know, we interview everybody from, you know, regular parents out there in the trenches. We've interviewed everybody from Larry, the cable guy, Jeff Foxworthy, Richard Marks, uh, Mr. Schrader himself has been on the show numerous times. It has been, uh, crazy just getting to see everybody's different parenting styles. We talk about, Basically, any trending parenting topics, what we're going through, you know, surviving. I have twin four-year-old uh, sons who are nonverbal, so every day is a new adventure with them. And I have a seven-year-old who, um, I don't want to, he's basically the living embodiment. If Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell and Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks, like, combined into one entity, that is mm-hmm. my eldest child. And so... Jeez. He is a charming, amazing kid. I love, I like all your kids, let's be honest. But Jace has a special place in my heart. That kid is, I think you you meshed it up perfectly. Zach Morris meets Alvin from the Chipmunks. Amazing connection. I like two of my kids. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and I nicknamed one of them the Dark Lord when I met him. Immediately I said something evil. And I said, oh, what is the Dark Lord up to? And it has stuck. I feel bad about that especially because he'll probably figure out who it was that said it. So how can people listen? Where can they find you? You can find us uh, live every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific on Facebook.com slash The Parents Lounge, YouTube.com slash The Parents Lounge. We're on Twitch. We're on Twitter. Uh, we show at your local drive-in a lot of times, a lot of places mm-hmm. that it's out. And a lot of times you can watch it right here on my Facebook That's channel. true. Yes, also that. And, and- uh, sometimes on my Twitter feed. Yep, and also you can check out the audio version on iTunes. New episodes drop every Monday and Thursday. Very cool. All right, we are here. Our final two stories of the night, and they are hum dingers. Guys, be thankful that I didn't hand this story on to you because we're going to India for this day. Oh, boy. Mm. Ghost hunters stumble upon a dead body on live stream and end up helping to solve a murder case. Imagine going on a ghost hunting expedition and stumbling onto a dead body all while being recorded live. Well, that's exactly what happened to a ghost hunting duo in India, which helped solve a murder case in Oswal. On June 30th, two brothers, uh, and I'm going to do my best not to tear up their names. There is uh, Angina and Senia, both in their late 20s. Maybe Angina's wrong. I'm not sure. A-N-G-A-A-I-H-A. Uh, close enough, both in their late 20s set out on a ghost hunting expedition while doing a live stream on their YouTube channel. Venturing into the Jumalans near the Trong River in Demonswal in Aswal, they <laughs> happened to stumble onto a highly decomposed body. Mm. Oh, yuck. Mm. The incident occurred around midnight, leaving the ghost hunters unnerved, to say the least. One of them recounted the incident, saying, we have explored eerie surroundings many times before. And I was never scared, but stumbling upon a lifeless body was something I had never expected. It startled me like nothing else. The two brothers informed the Aswal police immediately, who arrived on the scene, if you know what I mean, promptly. Foul play was detected in subsequent forensic examinations, which prompted the police to launch a full-scale investigation. The deceased, identified as 55-year-old Van Rulamalawamala of Mizoram, had suffered a blunt force injury. Okay, I'm going to spell it, Greg. You say it. Mm -hmm. V-A-N-L-A-L-L-L-A-W-M-A. Go for it. Common pronunciation. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I was right on it. Of Miseram had suffered blunt force injury to the back of his head. Following an extensive manhunt, police were able to nab the killers. Believe it or not, the two prime suspects were Lala Lorena and his partner Lala Sampui, who were apprehended by the police. Police said both suspects have confessed to the crime. According to police, the motive behind the crime was jealousy, isn't it always, resulting mm-hmm. in La Lorena striking the deceased with a wooden club in a fit of anger. The brothers were applauded for their find and helping to put an end to an open case file. They've been running their YouTube channel, Angaya Five Brothers, for the past three years. The videos revolve around exploring the paranormal. So there you have it, folks. The paranormal just helping people out again. Solving crimes. That's kind of the way the police uh, prefer it, isn't it? If, if ghost yeah. hunters just go out and solve a crime, Greg. Oh, of a very similar thing almost happened to me. Uh, oh, do tell. Was this when you were playing Pokemon Go and stumbled upon a dead no, body? No, it was, it, was it was it was a long before. So with my old ghost hunting team, uh, we were we we did it kicked it old school Scooby Doo set style, and there was mm-hmm. an old cemetery that sat up on this this mountain. Uh, it was a mining town that you know the once the coal mines kind of dried up, the town went away. And we, there were two carloads of us, teen driving up there. It was a Wednesday night we had at, it was like two weeks before we had to go back to school. And even on weekends, we never ever saw other cars up there. And we got, and it was a one lane mountain road. It took, it was miles and miles out in the middle of nowhere. And we got up there and all of a sudden these headlights turned on right in front of us. And we had never, like I said, never ran into anybody else up there. And it just sat directly in front of us, not letting us pass. Mm. Mm. And we were in the standoff for a long time. And finally, it pulled up next to us. And I don't know, sized us up. You can see how many of us there were in the vehicles. And then took off. And we noticed that it was a white truck. Two days later, in our local newspaper, we read that, uh, a body had been found in that cemetery really close to where we had been. And the uh, killer had been driving a white truck and they believed it was dropped about the same time we were in that. Cemetery. Oh, geez. Or is that your story and you're sticking to it? Yeah. No, who confessed to the murder. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you getting all itchy there, Jay? Why are you looking? Yeah. yeah. Why are you looking all sweaty? Uh, and seasonal, seasonal allergies. It's fine. Greg <laughs> Lawson. Fine. You're turning violet, Violet. What is going uh, on with you, I'm Greg? about to have a stroke, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his head. Is that a natural color, oh Jason? I mean, you're an artist. Is that a color that any human should have? He's he's, he's about two shades away from being Grimace. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I really oh, look geez. like this. I might not I, really look. I could be generating an AI or something. Well, Y'all know. Obviously, no. you're producing some form of color for it to pick up on it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Hey, here's a good question from Loki. What is it with white vans and trucks? Wouldn't killers be smarter by now to like get a gray one or a red one? You'd think everybody's uh, white panel trucks and vans are bad. Exactly. Here's the t-shirt for next week. Sandra Kincaid <laughs> says Greg, Greg the Grape. There you I go. like it. Yeah. Look, if they reboot the California Raisins franchise, Greg, <laughs> yeah, you are right. in. You're in. Like ben, ben Turner, on the other hand, is very worried, though. He thinks it's your blood pressure that needs to be checked out. 
Uh, oh, look at this. Now, this is beautiful. Spaced Out Radio, our buddy Dave Scott stops in, making a $10 donation. Canadian, hey. guys. That's that's like six fifty American. Uh, he says he the has the best in the paranormal case closed. Thank you, Dave Scott. I would like to disagree with you, but I don't lie with or I don't exactly. fight with uh, the truth. That's right. Um, yeah, go check out. When this show's over, go check out our buddy Dave Scott with Spaced Out Radio. We love that show. Love that guy. We have one story left. One story. Just and one. it is in the hands of our special guest correspondent. Wow. Yay. wow. Let's just say this now. Chachi, wherever you are, we love you. We miss you. Come back soon, buddy. Look at this. This is how much. Look at what are you doing, Chach? Oh, Marty. Marty's having another shot in your honor. Dude. And are we going to pour, pour a little bit more out for him? Another splash? Why not? You know? Yeah. Just because every time you do, watch Greg's head turn more purple. Ah. Okay. Chach, this is for you, buddy. Jeez. Oh, Curve down right there below me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Look at Greg. He looks sick to his stomach. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's buying Bellboy vodka in a two-liter bottle for a buck eighty-nine. Giving him coupon. Well, I know he's pouring it into that spittoon that he has. That's what. Yeah, so he could pour it back into his bottle later and drink it. I'm not. I'm no fool. Yeah. No siree. All right. Yeah. Uh, what have we got, Jason? Where are we going out with tonight? Our article is called "Psychic Medium Jailed." She should have seen this coming. I like wow. that. It's like a Bullwinkle title. Yeah. Got the double title in there. Go for it, sir. A psychic medium, in parentheses, <laughs> has been jailed for a year after she got a man to give her $10,000 by telling him his deceased father had told her that if he did not give her the money, the devil would take his soul. Could you do this in the voice of Miley Cyrus for the remainder of the story? <laughs> Please. Anytime there's Daddy, anything in quotes. Debbie Pierre, a 55, of Dublin, <laughs> pleaded not guilty to dishonesty, inducing by deception, James Bird, to give her $10,000. <laughs> Thank you, Granny. <laughs> I turned into Ned or to Jimbo from South Park briefly. <laughs> <laughs> After deliberating for a little over a little over four hours, the jury found Paget guilty by a majority. In the mm. evidence during the trial, James Burns said on one occasion, Paget invited him to a reading, again in parentheses, and he thought his, this was his fortune telling, and he would find out about his future. He said that during the session, Paget started talking about his father and then told him, your father said you were to give me $10,000. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> it will be a sin and the devil will get me here. <laughs> he said that later he gave her 10,000 cash in an envelope after withdrawing it from his bank account. Asked why he gave her the money, Mr. Burns told the jury, of I believe... <laughs> Excellent. I... I believe my father told her to give me her... the mo... he Told me to give her the money. That's what I believed. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was snookered. I was snookered. What's going on here? <laughs> Get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Byrne read his victim impact statement in which he said he was very depressed in the aftermath of the offense and he had sleepless nights. He said he was very upset about his father and he thought Paget was a decent person. Again, in quotations. <laughs> 
I know now that she is not. I was taken advantage of. She said it would be a sin on my soul and I would go to hell if I didn't give her the money. I am not a victim. I am a survivor. And I felt mm -hmm. I have learned a lesson. I am proud of myself for having the courage to come here today, Mr. Burns said. <laughs> Judge Pauline Codd said it was quite clear from Mr. Burns' demeanor in a court that he is a vulnerable person. She said, she said, Pagetti. <laughs> <Yeah, it's> like <laughs> She said, <laughs> she said Paguette was criminally liable as she had taken large sums of money under threat, even though those are supernatural threats. The judge described the offense as cunning and manipulative, again in quotations, and that mm. Paguette had, quotations, taken advantage of Mr. Byrne. Far from offering him spiritual mm. comfort, she devised a make-believe threat to his soul. Judge Codd said before she added that it doesn't matter that the threat seemed fantastical because Mr. Byrne believed it to be true and felt obligated to hand over the cash. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, her objective was far more worldly in nature to enrich herself by manipulating a vulnerable man whose buttons she knew how to press, Judge Codd continued. She described Paget as quote-unquote, an old-fashioned confidence trickster and added that the offense represented a breach of trust. Judge Codd stated that there had been no expression of remorse or attempt to pay back the money, but acknowledged that Paget herself had, quote-unquote, particular vulnerabilities. She sentenced Paget to 18 months in prison and suspended the final six months on strict conditions. Wow. And that's why I'd like her to work for my company. <laughs> She sounds like the perfect mother for my unborn children. Oh, Mr. Mm. Byrne was jipped. This is what a heartbreaking yeah. story. But I, I don't know. Are there really people out there? Let me well, let me go right to the live comments here. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anyone out there that's afraid they're going to go to hell if they don't give us uh, $10 in 1,000 increments? Yeah. Uh, let's start seeing those $10 donations roll in to save your soul. Right. I'm not saying that that's what I would do. I'm just saying, how many of you feel that that would be a, you know, just to hedge your bet to throw yeah, right. $10, $10 to me in 1,000 increments, you know, over the next, you know, two weeks? Just yeah. whatever works out well, you know, I don't know. These mediums that are taking people for a ride, they're the people that give decent mediums and good people out there that mm -hmm. are helping uh, a bad name. But this whole deal, mm -hmm. when somebody tells me, you know, if my if my mom's ghost came through to me right now and said... Oh, David, I, I love and miss you. I don't know why my mom suddenly sounds like Walter Brennan, but, you know, <laughs> but I'm afraid for your mortal soul and you need to give this woman $10,000 or go mm -hmm. to hell. I just say, I, I save a room for me, mom. And, yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah, I to threaten that. devil attacks seems harsh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But now, knowing that, Jason, if a psychic would have come to you and said, you're going to have twins. One will be the demon spawn. One will be very angelic. But for $10,000, they could both be angelic. Would you make that donation knowing yeah. what you know now? Mm -hmm. where, do I, where do I send the check? That's right. Yeah. Sign me up. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. $10,000 should have been the key. That's what Tabitha points out. That yeah. should have been the big. The should big. have been the flag. It's a bargain, though, because most devil mm -hmm. tributes are at least twenty k. Yeah, they are really. It's yeah, you know. Now that you bring Good it up point. that way, you're right. Good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, remember if you want to know more about the devil, 
come tune in with me this Monday. Reverend Sean Whittington will talk to us. The episode, The Calling, Battling the Devil, that's on tap next Monday. Brand new episodes coming up. We're going to be looking at Kinderhook Creature. We're going to be talking scary stories with Scotty Davis and more. Jason, thanks so much for sitting in for Chachi tonight. Oh, we appreciate you being here. Anytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Greg, did you did you ever open your drink? Yeah, did oh, you yeah. drink? Oh yeah, drink? I got the whole thing right here. This is a, David Sloan. Thank you, sir. Well, I don't. Uh, doesn't look like anything's out of it. Show us your bottle, Marty, yeah. which was pretty close to full at the beginning of tonight's show. I'll show you my glass. Yeah. Huh. But there's nothing missing out of your booze bottle. I'm feeling like you it's are brand new. people. It's yeah. brand new. It's David Sloan sent that to me. You know, David. Okay, oh, but did you drink David. any of it? No, he didn't. He's saving it for a rainy day, like when he has good friends come over. Not mm-hmm. you and I, Marty. Mm. I guess so. That's what I he's saying. Yeah. Yep. That's well, we will are- be back together in two weeks. So make sure you tune in for that edition of the Paranormal 60 News for this ragtag team of ragamuffins, Jason Gowan, Greg Lawson, and the Colonel Martin Vias. I am your lead anchor, Dave Schrader, and this is our Paranormal 60 News. Oh.